Hello there, friends and foes. This is Dev. Before we get into this week's episode of the Wild Takes Podcast, I just wanted to let you guys know that this was recorded the night before Kevin Fiala got traded, so that's why we don't really talk about it. And we're going to be actually off next week, so we won't hear from you, won't hear from us then. So, yeah, we'll see you in about two weeks after the draft. And we will break down the Fiala stuff, break down the draft, and all that good stuff. So, enjoy this special episode featuring the underrated Minnesota Wild Players Draft. Cheers! Hey guys, this is Kurt Cousins. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. God bless. Going Kaprizov, in for a chance to win it! Ahead. Two on one with Niederreiter. He scores! Nino Niederreiter wins it for the Wild! Cut off by Mata. Throws it off front. Dumba scores! Comes Brian Ralston for the Wild. Penalty shot to tie the game. He blasts it Oh, oh man, what a shot! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev, and with me, as always, is my depressingly attractive co-host, Zooch. And joining us today are the recent birthday boy, Danksy, and the treacherous Marlo. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Not all at once. Bad start. I was trying to let somebody else go. That's why I mo- literally moved Ooh. away from my microphone. I'm doing well. I, I, and, I'll take the blame. I should have. I should have directed that towards someone besides fellas. That's true. I'm pretty happy about my Colorado Avalanche um, pulling off. I hate this bit. Winning so much. the we'll world's greatest later. trophy. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. Feel good for uh, Sturm. Feel good for uh, Mr. Darcy. So things are on the up and up. You feel you feel good for Sturm. What what he's like the guy that did, contributed absolutely zero and won. You know, he, he had scored. a goal. He had I a goal. It was a great. Yeah, it actually got taken. It actually got taken back in his Cogliano's goal. So they went to Cogs. Hey, yeah. listen. Hey, that's an actually athlete. didn't. He actually did not score a goal the entirety the entire time as in Colorado Avalanche did not hey. score. If you're going to try and tell me that Nico Sturm was not a, a, a decent or at least a good piece on that team, you're a fucking lunatic. Yost, yeah, uh, Yost would have been much better. Yost, I uh, I, that trade. On yeah, see, Tyson, I Tyson Yost, Tyson Yost is uh, actually would have been a lot better for the Avs. I don't, I just don't get that trade for them. I would agree with that. Honestly, oh, I would. Yeah, um, that yeah, that I don't have a problem with. But he de- anyway doesn't matter. Danksy, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> well, as Marlo, you were going to be muted again. <laughs> as Marlo alluded to, uh, tonight we do come to you with heavy hearts, as we oh. must announce that the loathsome, detestable, and gluten-free Colorado Avalanche have lifted Lord Stanley's Cup. Seventy-five um, percent of us are up in arms, and it's uh, going to be no surprise to find out who is not, because not only do we have to deal with the fact that the hockey season is over. But we also have to deal with the fact that one of our biggest rivals won it all. And somehow Marlowe is not just okay with it, but was actively pulling for it the second that the Wild got eliminated. And uh, don't get it at all. So Marlowe, explain yourself, you sick bastard. So first off, uh, there's one rule that the internet has always had and will always continue to have, and that is do not feed the trolls. But you guys continue to give me a platform to talk about this stuff. So I welcome it. Um, I kind of gave my I kind of gave my mindset of the last episode as well, too. I want Colorado players to become so expensive that they can never have this good of a team ever again. Granted, they are a 
discount like they're a discount team there's two yeah. teams that do it very well boston does it very very well where the players sign for cheaper contracts they could stay together colorado has done that and is doing that right now Pittsburgh but what too. i want are the, so what what everybody needs in order for there, there's key pieces that you need in order to win a stay on the cup obviously you need a great goaltender which colorado didn't have didn't um have. and they still end up pulling it off so maybe i'm i'm wrong there but you need to have assets that contribute in specific areas you need to have a much deeper team i want those deep key pieces for Colorado to become so expensive that it's very difficult for them to refill those positions. That's why I'm happy that they won. I want their players to disband. I want that team to fall apart as quick as possible. And this is how you do it. If you get a taste at the cup, you're just like, mm, I made it. I'm almost there. We almost got it, boys. You're coming back and everyone's rallying around that. You win, it's like, mm, might as well get the bag now. That's, I mean, that's my mindset at least. So, Yeah, they're not going to be able to sign Cadre, I, I don't. Think. No, Cadre no. is definitely out. Cadre. Um, <laughs> we'll probably lose a few more. I mean, McKinnon no, yeah. definitely ain't signing for no six and a half mil next contract either. So. And see, that's a deal. Do you think Cadre would have taken himself a bit of a discount uh, had they not won? He said they that get, he would have. See, and that's what I'm talking about. See, this is I'm so I'm so fucking big brain. You're playing chess. Like I'm playing in 2074, chess. and you dorks are like, ooh, <laughs> it's Colorado. See, I'd be upset if this was like eight years ago. Like See, if here's I'm like, the thing. Here's the if thing. I'm like here's... 23, then I'm pissed that Colorado won it. But I'm such a mature man now. <laughs> I have a beard that like I'm just unfazed. I want them to win and disband. Just get here's it over the with. thing. Here's the thing. The listeners on the podcast won't be able to tell, but you have a Colorado Avalanche jersey in your house. What? Where? And it's hanging up right behind you. Oh, that one? Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. is that I a think Landis it might even be, Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say, is that a Landis Cog jersey? Scumbag. You guys want to hear the funny story behind this? I accidentally got that jersey. And it was How? because years ago, I ordered a wild jersey uh, through NHL.com. They shipped me a wild jersey. That was correct. They also ordered me a custom Colorado Avalanche jersey in a women's extra large. A women's extra large, if you guys don't know from Reebok days, that fits about a puppy. Yeah, yeah. we're talking. Danksy maybe can squeeze into that. that <laughs> uh, it, it, on the back, it's number eight. It's got a captain's patch. It says Sonia on it. It's I don't know whose jersey this is. So but I got okay. Colorado All right, jersey. I take it back. Everything about this rocks. That's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, actually it's hilarious. So and I was at the game where Mikhail Granlin. It was against Colorado on playoffs where he scored that OT winner uh, at home. It was nasty, and I was like, "Well, I have the tickets. I have a picture of the goal." Might as well frame this Colorado jersey by the wild jersey uh, with the tickets and all that stuff because it was such a nasty, nasty moment that I've ever experienced in person. So I'm actually a great guy at heart, and you guys are the scumbags. <laughs> so that was the, that was the one nothing win, wasn't it? Wasn't it like one nothing or maybe two one? It was the, the OT winner with Granny in overtime, whatnot, when he was like falling down. Yep, he yeah. it was yeah. cross crease and falling down, potting it so home. So sick. Yeah, I can't remember the score of that game was, but yeah, I was there. PA was there as well, too, like four rows down, just high five. I've never hugged so many strangers in my life. Right? It's the yeah. best. Oh, just high fiving dudes. Yeah, man. Oh, dudes dudes being guys. Dudes hey, Amen. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? Now that that's taken care of, and I got to be honest with you, um, you know, w- we've been telling you that we know it's a bit and yet it was still upsetting us so like i i'm impressed with you that you were able to kind of talk us down here but let's um all the credit to me yeah credit to you uh but we do have the real reason that uh we've gathered everyone here today it's time for another draft so after last uh episode's hair splitting victory with zooch narrowly edging out danks and marlo finishing dead last once again it is time for another draft uh, this time, we're going to be drafting the most underrated players in Wild history. You all know how a draft works, and we decided on the order before the show. The order is going to be myself, then Marlo, then Zooch, then Danks, and then it's going to snake back around <clears throat> four rounds. I start first. I'm on the clock. And when it comes to... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Thanks, JJ. But when it comes to underrated wild players, there's one name that stands above all, and that's Slick Jimmy, Slim Jimmy, Jonas Brodeen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this is as easy of a pick as I could have possibly had. I made we I made the joke in the group text like a week and a half ago when we started this thing out that like Jonas Brodeen was going one one, and then I totally rigged it in my favor. 
so that I could get that. Yeah, no arguments there at all. If anybody, I mean, do either of you guys have an argument with that pick? I, I think there was a clear cut one of one, and it's him. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about him. We pay him a great wage as well, too. Um, he just shows up, does his job. He's never he's never a guy that you get mad at, and those are the kind of guys you want on this draft board. It's like nobody you could ever. This guy could not do any wrong, and it, <laughs> it's, it shows in his game. The guy's out of this out of this world. And he so. plays uh, plays McDavid about as well as any defenseman in the league as well. So yeah, it's unbelievable. It that matter. Hell of a choice. Hell of a choice. All right, Marlo, you're up. <clears throat> so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something a little bit different here. So as you guys know, I have bad luck with these drafts. So I'm gonna go the Danksy bit, and I'm gonna tell all of our fans to go fuck themselves. And I am just gonna <laughs> pick. I'm not gonna pick with my brain. Instead, I'm gonna pander this draft. I'm just pick to with see, my penis. Just to see what happens. And I'm gonna throw one at you that I really, really love. And I was a little bit concerned. I'm happy I have the second pick because I think Danksy sent a screenshot in the group chat and it had the name on oh it. Oh my that god. I Chris Stewart. We're going second overall. Stewie. I love Stewie. Pick. Everybody loved Stewie. I looked him up as well, too. Not a points guy, but a guy who like everybody rallied around. I remember specifically one of the smoothest gifts you'll ever see in your life. Him stepping out of the box, glove off, glove off in the most casual manner in the world just before beating somebody's ass. Chris Stewart is a solid, underrated pick. I miss that man to this day. I loved Chris Stewart. I, uh, yeah, I mean, he was a great player. He was a great uh, locker room guy. Funny story, actually. When I, uh, he, I'm pretty sure he went to Philly after. The that sounds right. He, he was in Philly and he fought someone. In Minnesota, and my girlfriend looked at me. We were at the game and goes, God, I hate that fucking guy. Why would he do that? Why would he fight that guy? And I was like, Hey, that's Stewie. We, 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 he, 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 uh, he did that. That's fine. Like six years. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. He said, Honey, kindly shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Okay, you're going to sit down over there and just talk the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like I said, Chris Stewart, there's obvious big name like fighters or whatever you could take. And I wouldn't even know if I would classify it. Stewart as a fighter, he was more of a power, a power forward who who had that grit to his side of it, side of things. I think he, outside of like a Bugard, stands alone. And since it's an underrated player, everybody knows Bugard. We're taking Stewie, smart pick. Credit to me again. I like I like the self description of smart pick. Yeah. Uh, I will say it is. I don't. I guess the 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 line has been drawn that we do have to uh, distinguish that or just, just point out that there is a difference between fan favorite and underrated. So right. Just, you know, keep that in mind with that uh, Zooch, you're on the clock. Um, I just fully expect to get shredded for this pick because I get shredded for every pick I make, but I Ryan white. Oh, um, I'm going someone who played with the wild for a little bit. And he was, he actually smart Hansel in, in an era <laughs> where we just refused to score in the playoffs a lot of the time. This guy was pretty oh, solid I know where this is going. producer, and his name is Jason Pommenville. Oh, that's actually not where I thought this was going. Nah, yeah, I, not like, where I, I like the Palmer pick. Palmer, Palmer was a solid player for the Wild, and I, I don't think he got a lot of love around the league, but he was a solid like second, middle six. That's forward a really good pick. Yeah. That, no, uh, I don't produced know for us. Yeah, no arguments uh, for me on that one there as well, too. It's, it's tough because underrated is such a weird – Right, weird topic because he was a key top three piece for us for the longest time as well. Yeah, too. um, and so that's where it gets a little funky. But even then, it was still you weren't talking about Pominville, you were talking about the other guys because he was skating with Prezi and right. Koivu, correct? Yeah, yeah, and so you're talking about those two more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. so that's I, I have no so arguments there. It's a great pick. That that's an excellent pick that uh, I thought could have gone. I thought I maybe could have gotten him in the next round, but I see that I was wrong. Palmer, baby, not with me here. I'm I'm a reach reach city. Wait till you hear my next pick, Ryan White. <laughs> oh, he's coming. <laughs> All right, Danksy, you got two picks. What you got, buddy? Well, first off, who's Jason Pominville? Oh my god! You gotta be with that. <laughs> I, say, I swear to God. <laughs> no, um, my first pick. We're gonna go with. Uh, I mean, this is. You guys are probably going to look at me like I'm crazy, but Jared Spurgeon, up until like two years ago, no one in the league really knew who he was. No, I like this. So I think I think that's a good pick here, number one. I, I don't like, like I it. Had, I had Spurgeon on my long list. I didn't nope. I didn't have him this high, but I had him on my long list. 
No, and the reason that I don't like him is because I am on I the firm him. I'm on the firm side of the belief spectrum that once he's talked about on a national level as being an over or underrated player, he's no longer an underrated player. Like how long can we drive this Sasha Barkov thing into the ground? Um, it's just, I don't know. He's been talked about on chicklets. He's talked about everywhere. He's suddenly, in my opinion, and you, people will say that I'm wrong. I, I don't think he's an underrated player anymore. Well, I agree with you, but the same could be said about Brodeen. If That's you go true. down that road, one has a captain's patch. The other one does not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that. That's a fair. Can we point. put an asterisk next to his uh, pick here? No. <laughs> Yet again, because <laughs> I, I don't know. I I like to I like to play. Obviously, I talked about not feeding the trolls, but I like playing the opposite side of things. And I I, I think that's a reason why he what? fell to four was because I think these other two guys agree with me that he maybe is not on the underrated scale. I I know. I, I mean, I like agree. I said, he was on my he was on my long list. I just uh, he you know. Uh, I wouldn't have taken him in the first round, but I, you know, but it's that, a snake draft that, and Danksy has the immediate next pick. So exactly. Yeah. So you got bounce back right here. Surprise us. Shoot. Uh, we'll have to go Pierre Mark. God <laughs> Mark damn it. Oh, God, we were just talking about this right Pierre before we started. Well, the, uh, my second pick, uh, you know, one of the best shootout moves of all time for the Minnesota wild, the spinorama. I know Marlo has a lot to say here about that pick, so I'll just hand it over to him. I I should support this pick, this pick as a as a as a fellow bald man. I should like him uh, in this thing, but I we talked about it before we got on the air a little bit as well too. We were talking about good picks and bad picks so that we kind of had a general idea. I threw Pierre Mark Bouchard on the list of bad picks, and then Danksy goes goes ahead and ruins his first and his second round pick uh, with <laughs> it. See, I am I am of the firm belief that if you have a commemorative puck as part of like the 20 year celebration, you should not, you're not underrated. You were good enough to be on that moment. Granted it was for a shootout move. He's played in highlight reels. Anytime you bring up the spinorama, it's Pierre Marc Bouchard. He's on there. I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I I know you, I think we talked about it before Devin Zuch. I don't know about Zuch, but I think Dev thinks that Pierre Marc Bouchard is a great pick. Um, I do, but I do, but whatever. Danks, he wants to play to the graphic. We can, but we can both play this game. That's fine by me. <laughs> I think I think it's an it's an okay pick. I I, just, I do think he's very well known for the spinorama move. Anytime it's brought up, they show that highlight. Yeah, that's the only the, the only time, objection. But at the same time, like he doesn't get brought up. Like he was an incredible player whose career got cut short on you know just due to things just out of his control, and he doesn't get brought up on those list of like these are like the all time best wild players. He's like you know now that like we've had a couple of other you know. At the time, yes, but at you know, at that time, there was only a handful of players that could even potentially be on the list. But like, he's not on that. On like, if you were to do like a top ten wild players all time, like he's probably not on that. And he, I'm not gonna say should be, but he definitely should be considered for that. So can, to me, that's that's where the underrated aspect of it comes in. Can I say real quick? I'm surprised that Dings even knew who Pierre Marc Bouchard was. <laughs> Honestly, same. I kind of blame you. I kind of blame you for this. Because you teed him up in the pre-show. He's like, so, wait, who's this guy? He's just, yeah, I did Google him real quick, and like, I wrote him on my list here. Yeah, thanks. Jesus. Oh, my God. The best All part right. is I'm, I'm like 80% sure he's kidding. I don't there's know. Like 20, yeah, but there's, to, there's 20%. There's like 20% of me. That's yeah. Like, I don't know. Danksy, like, look there's two things that Danksy does very well. He likes to throw wrenches in systems and creates burners, like burner accounts. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that your pick? <laughs> Um, I, I feel like this one might be a reach, but I don't pick now for a couple here. And I feel yeah, like you got a ways. Um, Cal Clutterbuck as a Ooh. as a wild player because when he went to New York, then it's like okay, wow, he's in New York and this guy plays a such gritty game. Um, I it, for some reason they don't have the hit stat on the NHL website, but I know this man was close to the league leader in hits when he played for the Wild. He was just laying bodies, playing physical. Had 34 points one season, but I mean, it's another guy that was kind of like a fan favorite here. Yeah. Not really known around the league that well. No, I I think that's fair until in his early career. 
yeah to, I, to the rangers and i think there was a stat you actually did kind of flip me there as well too i originally i was gonna fight you on this one but you one of the first lines you said was talking about how like people didn't realize how good of a player he was like in new york he kind of slowed down his hitting but i think right. i saw a stat in the playoffs this year that he's actually like third overall total in hits in the nhl he's like second or third dustin brown is above him uh for active nhl players like he's he's way up there and it's hmm. not it's like there's a massive gap between like three and four um and it's gonna suck if someone like just dunks on me and throws the stats in my face and said i was wrong and maybe i misheard it but cal clutterbuck is uh yeah you convinced me there because i originally i was gonna lay into you like and and i mean his like three three of his top four seasons of scoring were in a wild sweater so it's kind of his scoring has definitely gone down but that man just lays the body he's such a good physical piece and good locker room guy no, I yeah. like I like the pick a lot, and I liked it beforehand. I uh, so like you know the beauty of this draft is like everybody kind of everybody's going to consider the like it, it's kind of like how the NHL does the awards where everything is worded just kind of vaguely. We just kept it as underrated, so right. you know we can argue to until Danky you know loses all of his hair and starts to look like Marlo. But Sneak it up on you, yeah. We kept we kept the underrated thing. Uh, vague intentionally for that exact reason. So I, I, I really like the pick and he's somebody that like, I think that I think, you know, it's a good pick because you said his name and my immediate thought was shit. I didn't even have him on my list. And I think that's a great pick. Yeah. It's cr- you. crazy to Thank slide you. under an underrated thing. That's exactly. how you know you're under. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's me next. Yeah. Now, because Zooch did that, and like I said, I'm pandering at this point, um, I'm going to take one that might be a little bit like controversial, but I would be, I think we would be failing if we didn't bring up this guy, Uh, Mr. Give 16 himself. We're doing a charity golf tournament with him. Jason Zucker is my second round pick. Now, Zucker did get a little bit of heat from wild fans. I felt like undeservedly at the end of his like time with us. It was a little bit crazy. I don't know if you guys remember that specifically. Oh, Oh, yeah. People hated his guts. I mean, but he had, he only had two seasons with us where he was, uh, where he was, uh, a minus at all throughout his entire season. He had, at one point, he had like 76 points on the year as well, too. Um, the guy could fly. And the one thing that I loved about him as well, too, is like he had game breaking speed, just did not have pieces around him that worked well with him. And I, I would also add, like, did not have, elite finishing touch correct he could not Very... finish to save his life he was good zuch and i were talking about this during the season like he's good it was kind of like what kevin fiala was like at the beginning of the year where he was good for two three four breakaways a game mm-hmm. and he would hit pipe or miss wide or like c-bar up Every time. Now, what I'll say, though, too, is like there is another player in the NHL who is very similar, who you, everybody would say is an underrated player. And that's Michael Grabner. Michael Grabner and Jason Zucker. Like, no, show, I think me, show, show me these two photos. Uh, and they need you need to find the differences. Vi- visual meme or they're the same meme? photo, it's the same photo. Michael Grabner was one who was like four or five breakaways. Couldn't really score it, but it was exciting as shit to watch. Uh, and he never really got the praise that I felt like he deserved. He put up some good points. So I, I, I like Jason Zucker for this one as well, too. Yeah, He yeah. also scored a very nice overtime goal against Chicago. I think the first year of the Wild made it back to the playoffs. Yeah, I think he, it was like game three. had a beautiful over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. I forgot about I that. I feel like his biggest flaw was that he would do the uh, – it, it was the Vikings kicker bit where it's high and wide. Every shot yes, high and wide. Yes. It was never on target. And, and and I, I actually watched him. I used to go to the WCHA back when they had the WCHA, greatest hockey conference of all time. Uh, the final five they used to have at the X every year and yeah. for Denver. And I was just like, God, he is a little shit. And I ended up looking him up. I'm like, oh. Must be the wild have the rights to him. That's pretty nice. I'm like yeah. excited we got this guy. He's just a little shit out there, dude. So yeah, I, I really like I really like Jason Zucker's game. Still do. Yeah. Great pick. Thanks. Um what you got first, Dev? Oh man. Well, this is gonna be my second pick. And third. And uh man, so I was totally going to take Jason Zucker right there. Um, <laughs> but I am going to pivot a little bit. I'm going to take a player from the same era who never really panned out all the way. And he was never 
quite what everybody wanted him to be, but the way that you would hear people talk about him, you would think that he was just this like horrible player. And I'm talking about the hollow back girl, the hall of famer, Eric Holla. Oh, not where I thought you were going to go. Yeah, no. Um, he is another guy that had that just like tremendous speed could never quite finish, but my God, was he electric to watch. And it felt like he kept getting buried in the lineup and these like fourth line roles, you know, where he's in a bottom six or a checking role in some, some capacity, but then you would watch him play and you're like, why is he, why is he buried at the bottom of the lineup? Like you should, he has all the skill in the world and it just made no sense to me, but it was, it was, I think it was three different regimes. If I'm not mistaken, I think, I think yo did it and then torch. And then obviously uh, Bruce Boudreaux too. Um, so yeah, and, and um and then of course, you know, he gets shipped off to Vegas as a career year and then winds up in I think Florida and then uh and then Colorado. So Dev, or, not what, Colorado, Carolina. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get the Spoke Z audience behind you. You know what? I um yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I'm of I I need to be honest here. Can we have a confession for a second? Um I hated Eric Hollow. See, you're the exact person I'm talking about. I okay, so I'll never remember. Just not I'll never, good. I no, that's just wrong. Just I I will never forget. In I was in a bar. I was when I was living in Savannah at the time, and we were watching that horrible Blues series. And it was the I forget if it was game two, maybe where Hala gets just crushed into the boards, mm-hmm. and he gets like knocked out. He gets he is out for I think the rest of the series. And like, it it looks really, really bad. And I remember some fucking guy in a Blackhawks jersey was like, well, that guy sucks anyway. This is good. And I was about to fight him. And I'm like, all right, dickhead. So like, I almost threw threw hands over Eric So I would feel wrong of me to not include him on my list. Good for you. Now, there are such things, uh, before we move on, there are such things as great college hockey players that just aren't very good NHL players. Eric Hall is one of those people. Yep. He was so good in college. Oh, absolutely. He was dynamic. He was out of this world. Yeah. But he was very good. He just was very good. I even remember in a Wild Hangover episode, I was like, Boston, Eric Hall is your second line center? Fucking really? Like, that's sad. Sad states talking from a team who has no centerman. Uh, so I guess, <laughs> I was say. I guess egg on my face. Uh, yeah. But. Um, all right. And uh, I'm up next again. I'm going to go in a slightly different direction. Um, if this is uh, so everybody always, you know, poo-poos on the, the wild goalie situation historically. But I don't. I feel like people don't remember how good of a goalie Nicholas Backstrom was. Like okay. he was unbelievable. And like to be honest, there's another goalie that I could have said here, and that also would have been an applicable statement. But like, yeah, it, Ilya Brizgalov, twelve <laughs> games as a Minnesota Wild hey, goal. Listen, listen. But like, for he won real, us a playoff like, series. But like, I'm 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 being completely serious. Like, I feel like people don't remember how good Nick Backstrom was. You mean besides the people that look at the records that we have? I mean, I'm talking about like the general, like, you know, like a Danksy, right? Would did Danksy remember uh, how good he was? No shot. No shot. Answer honestly, Danksy. No shot. I was very young when he was on the team. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. That's a great, no, that's a great answer. That's fine. You know, you can leave it at that. You can leave it at that. Yeah, I was young. Yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. He's got all the records, but like, you know, right. by the time that his career is over, Jared Spurgeon's going to have pretty much every single defenseman record. You and, know, and that was also a bad pick, though. No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, yeah it's just yeah, objectively it was, wrong. It was a bad pick. It was a bad pick for an underrated draft. It was a bad I, pick. Listen, and I think that should disqualify him from it because he has records. I want the record to show that this the records reflect that he shouldn't be on this draft. We're not talking about underrated in the sense of like, we're like, this is like, do people consider him one of the elite goalies of his time? No. And he was like, that's just, those are two. Okay. By that players. argument, I can understand where you're coming from. I, I'd say elite is, is slight is 
slightly that's a friendly term to use on him. Hey, whatever. Marla, uh, all I remember pick? is all I remember, hold on. All I remember is is uh Backstrom coming back with Calgary and we absolutely torched him. I, that's why I'm only talking about when he was at the yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> we that torched him and, and and like I just remember sitting there and just my little brother was the biggest Backstrom fan. You could just see like tears in his eyes. He's like, This sucks, man. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, This sucks. Do you know how fucked up I was when I found out that the Washington Capitals had a forward named Nicholas Backstrom? Oh, yeah. Broke my brain. I, I remember uh, when he was drafted. I was like, wait, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hold up. I, I, didn't, I hadn't heard of him because I think he got drafted when I was in college and started playing when I wasn't watching as much hockey. And then all of a sudden, like the wild. And it was like, and here's Nicholas Backstrom with a shot. I was like, he's a goalie. Yeah. Danksy was like, <laughs> Danksy was like three weeks old at that point. <laughs> no fucking clue. Um, All right, Marlo. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, go. I was going to say something mean, but I'll save it for save it for later. <laughs> so I've got I've got a pick that is in my heart that I want to take. I also have another pick that I think would play well on the graphic for no reason at all, and people would think I'm definitely trolling. I'm going to say it because I don't think anybody's going to take him. Martin Skula. Anybody takes Martin Skula, you're a loser. Yeah. I wanted to take it for the funny bit, but I am going to take one that I genuinely believe. Oh, so you're not taking Martin Skula. I'm not taking Martin Skula. I am taking. Worth, I did. I did start typing his name out, and I didn't even have to look up how to spell it. <laughs> I'm taking one that Danksy will have no clue even played for the Wild. I'm going to be entirely honest with you because this is so old. Pascal Dupuy. God, ah, bitch. Pascal Dupuy. That was my Lee. literal next fucking pick. Uh, I have his. I got pivot pulled up. I was like, oh, I can God get him. Damn it. Yep. Nope. The pa- Pascal Dupuy. And key- I want you guys to remember this as well. Too. I've done no research. This is all off of my brain. So you guys look like losers for me stealing that from you. Uh, but Pascal Dupuy was one of the best players. But it was in a time where it was like Nashville and Minnesota are going to be non-factors for years. Nobody gives a shit. And then, of course, Pascal Dupuy went on to be one of the most beloved Pittsburgh Penguins as well, too. Yeah. Um, of won a couple time. of them as well. The guy is just like salt of the earth unbelievable dude and is just a fucking gamer the guy would do anything and everything and i loved pascal dupuy when he was with us Danksy, did you know he played for the wild yes i know he played for the wild right. and just he... wanted to make sure <laughs> this is such a meme sure. shit. welcome to the roast of adam danks uh i'm your host yeah that's uh, really all it is but no pa- pascal dupuy smart pick i don't think he, i mean obviously by you guys reaction i made a great pick so yeah i don't, no, I don't really yeah. need to dive in too deep on that one i thought i was gonna get him in the fourth for sure because i think he would know who he was and i have my fourth i'm gonna i'm not gonna say it now obviously but my fourth round pick is one that i don't think anybody's gonna take so i was like or i was gonna take him now but i was like i think i can hold off a little bit because i don't think he's on anybody's radar so well, I feel dumb for not thinking that Pascal Dupuy would make it to me with the last pick of the draft, but you know, whatever. Pascal. Zooch, go ahead. Well, I would with two former players. Now I'm going to go with a current player that I feel like <gasps> is the cracks here. <gasps> Ryan Hartman. Ooh. Good. Very underrated player. I, okay, Marlo, I want to hear your thoughts. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm definitely listening. underrated. I didn't say anything. I, I know exactly where Marlo's thoughts are. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> now, he, uh, I mean, his first couple seasons with the Wild, probably you weren't expecting him to come out here and, you know, light up the lamp a bunch. And in year three, he gets 65 points playing first line center, not his natural position either. I mean, flicking off fucking Kane. I mean, let's go. That's an underrated player if I've ever seen him. So. I like it. Mm. Within the wild takes world, he's definitely not underrated. But well, yeah, I that's what I mean. No. I can see your argument well, within within the league as a whole. I mean, a six. Yeah, if, we're, if we're meta I, meta drafting, then like, sure, it's a bad pick. But like for the the general sense of it, I like it. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. not a first uh, first line center on the current roster. I don't think there's anybody more underrated than him or like that not only is underrated but meets the threshold of what he's performing right. at so yeah and if you factor in cost as well too that yeah yeah that's one hell of a <laughs> so yeah great pick i don't know why you just assumed i would hate you i was just trying to think my brain broke for a second uh, <laughs> his eyes just went like this I just know your eyes when it gets so when you're ready to just lay into someone. And they go, it's like my my shock face is like mid sneeze face. It's the same thing. <laughs> just like, hold on, because I can't wait to... for you to hear my last one. If I know for a fact, Danks isn't taking my last one, so uh, Danks won't know who it is. All right. <laughs> well, Danksy will know who his next pick is. What you got, Danks? 
for my third pick, I'm going to go with Brian Rolston. That's a great pick. Um, I don't know if he was like very known within like the NHL standards, but as a wild, like a wild fan, I think he was beloved um, with that clap bomb. Probably one of the best slap. I would say Brian Rolston was probably best known as like a as like a devil, probably. Yep. What about a Bruin too? I mean, wasn't he a Bruin I, for I a little bit? The Devils is where you he won, he won, right, he right. Won a cup with the Devils, so yeah. But he he yeah. Well, okay. Let's put it this way: his Wikipedia page. I just pulled it up. It's it's him in a Bruins jersey. So, I don't like it. If isn't that? Want, if you want, if you're waiting for people's opinions, I don't like it. I would have said Devils too. No, I like. I think that's a good pick, though. He is. Yeah, he definitely. Uh, he definitely yeah. shouldn't be known for a butthead. And, eh, I feel like it's on the level of like I'm gonna drop this name because I just don't think anybody's gonna take it. Um, and I'm not interested. In taking it. I feel like it's on the level of like Owen Nolan, where it's just like <laughs> Owen Nolan had success and was a very good player for yeah. other teams. Brian Rolls was very good for other teams. Yeah, but but I I guess I understand it. Brian Rolls was also one of the most beloved players that we've had. Yeah, because yeah. like, also had his top uh, top scoring year with the Wild as well. That's Dancy. true. Thanks. You're getting dumpstered on. You're going for the just the pictures of faces. <laughs> yeah, these are some ugly. You know? No. All right, Danksy. Uh, well, what's your uh, what's your final pick, buddy? Oh, I don't really have one. Those are all the names on my list. Oh my god, <laughs> those are the only players I know. No, um, <laughs> just do a quick Google search. Right. This is your final one, you right? Last round, round four. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Pavel Dimitra. Okay, that's good. Uh, I, I like him as a fourth rounder. Yeah, that one's I think fine. That's a good one. He's also more known as a blue, probably. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think so. But, but that's I think that's a good that's a great pick. Yeah, um, yeah. but not great. I was never mind. I was gonna make an airline joke. I stopped. Um, yeah. All right. Good, yeah, good no, pick. I dig it. I dig it. I like I, I like Pavel Dimitro a lot. I thought he was a good player. My only issue is with him being a bald man with like no facial hair. Are people going to look at that and be like, I know who that is, or do you think people are going to be like? Who the fuck is that? Is that rear? I don't know if it's going to get me any clicks. Yeah, is that rear? That's got to be rear ads, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that that guy from Shorzy in the town? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, good pick. Yeah, good job, Zooch. You're up. Okay, well, I'm. I made three pretty solid picks, I think. So my (laughs) my last one, Merrick Zidlicky. Ooh, Ooh, no, that's Zidlicky. a terrible pick. No, 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 no. No, it was not. That's a terrible yeah, pick. Dude, he had a couple of very good seasons. If you put him on the teams that actually made the playoffs for the Wild, I think that I think they might have had something going. He wasn't the greatest defensive defenseman, but that man yeah. can – he can put points up on the score sheet. I'll tell you that much. That was my ass. What was this plus minus? <laughs> well, for us, not – yeah, his career plus minus, not very good. Hey, but I will say his final two years with the Wild, his plus minus, like, shrunk significantly like i think i'll say i think i had the same argument against dev i think it was like the first draft we ever did where we were picking our top five like roster just like down the board right and i'm pretty sure you picked zidlicky and i was like that's dog shit no no was it you zooch you picked it i picked oh yeah yeah dog shit i'm not a big (laughs) i'm not a big zidlicky guy but i think that he probably fits the criteria here yeah to be fair i will make the i will say that thanks do you know who that was yeah. <laughs> okay. Secondly, um, I will make the argument that he legitimately didn't have anybody around him. That that's just how it was. No. As well, yeah. he was a power play guy, but there was nobody else on the power play that was worth a damn. So yeah, no, I, those are bad years for the Wild. I, I yeah. talk about how shit Zidlik he was because he pissed me off a ton, but it wasn't necessarily entirely his fault all the time. And so that's no. where you take it with a grain of salt. I I'm gonna call dog shit for the sake of calling dog shit, but it's which is fine. It's probably technically a good pick or whatever. I don't or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> or whatever. <so. laughs> I know for a fact the player that I'm taking next is far better than that one, though. And you guys, I can't Fair. believe that I was able to get him in the fourth round. And if I were to tell you his jersey number, do you think you could tell me who it is? Twenty. I'm not great at the jersey number game. So Twenty-one. Uh, no, Justin Fontaine. No, uh, Kyle Brodziak. Yeah. Ah, that's Kyle Brodziak was one of the. <laughs> he got a lot of shit. 
he got the Martin school effect where it's just like that dude does everything wrong. And I'll be the first to admit for the longest time, I refused to even call him Brodziak. He was just Kyle to me because he pissed me off so much. I was like, you don't deserve <laughs> a last name. You're Kyle. Uh, and so Kyle Brodziak was one of the more consistent players. When you look at the general numbers as well, too, the guy was almost, we'll say almost never hurt. He was, he was, I mean, the guy was just a solid depth player. And you couldn't do any wrong. And St. Louis knew as well, too, for how many times. They, they picked him up a few times as well, too. Two or three times, I think, right? Uh, or I'm thinking, of, I may mix him with Prosser. But uh, he ended up going uh-huh. to, to St. Louis, was also another depth player as well, too, that just kind of did his job. Good PK guy. Kyle Brodziak, I think, is a great pick in the fourth round. Yeah, he he murdered us in that playoff series with uh, with the Blues, I believe. Blues, yeah. Yeah, well, Brodziak, I'm, just, just good. Yeah. No, that's you know, a good pick. Um <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that is a good pick. So I, I had three guys. He was solid with the Wild, guys. man. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. He, was a good, he had a good career with the Wild. I ha- I had um, I had three guys on my on my list that uh, were on my like. Who am I going to take at Mister Irrelevant? Um, mm-hmm. Pascal Dupuis and uh, Brodziak were both on that list. Um, when Pascal Dupuis went, I went and I just did a quick thing to look up somebody's numbers while they were with the wild. And I, if you take Benesek again, I swear to God, no, no, as listen, as much as, uh, as much as I love my lotus of Benius luck, uh, agenda, I don't think I can take him in good conscience here because I feel like he was, he was properly rated. If not, perhaps poorly remembered so in the spirit of that i will say for my he does not know who he's gonna pick he is so yeah he's pandering he's stalling, he's stalling the fuck out of this oh my no God. okay i'm pick looking at I'm, I'm looking i'm looking at three names here and i'm basically deciding do i want to completely pander or do i want to stay true to the award and like how we how we would define it and since Marlo is pandering and Danks is pandering, then I'll fucking pander and I'll say Miko wow. Koibu. The fans no, here, you're such a piece fans, of shit. The fans here recognized him, but the fans at large did not. In the state of Minnesota, absolutely perfectly Retired rated. Number. But the whole, yeah, that's not what we're talking about, though. Like, do you? Well, know I should have taken. I mean, look. There, I like we can do honorable mentions because the other names I was looking at were Brunette and Prosser, and uh, Ish. much better. I listen. Uh, I'm I'm fully committing to the pandering bit since uh, that's the name of the game today. But also, like, I don't actually feel that bad about it because, like, I had like to me he is he was a unanimous unanimous selection for the. Uh, like Jersey retirement, like it, it should have been a hands down thing. And yet there was so much fucking arguments about it. And it's like, it's stupid. Zuch and I talked on this very podcast about how stupid it was that, and how obvious it was that Miko Koivu should have been recognized. And yet you have a large number of fans. I'm not going to say a majority, but a large number of wild fans that are being like, Ooh, you know, uh, well, he's probably not a Hall of Fame guy, but so like, I don't think we should retire. Right. That's such a fucking stupid argument. So, you know what? I'm going to commit to it all the way. Miko Koivu did not get the credit that he deserves for being such a rock star player. And I mean, you know, quite honestly, he should have been at least a finalist for the Selkie more times than he was. Um, the man rocked. Our captain, long live. God bless him. Miko Koivu. Mr. Irrelevant in the Minnesota Wild underrated players draft. <laughs> it's a pander pick. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's a pander pick. I have no problem admitting I should have just taken Zuccarello. <laughs> <laughs> for God's sake. Oh, we talked about honorable mentions. Can I tell you who was on mine? Yeah, please. There's one player I'm, I I beloved, and I'll always go down. And like, if I were to die on a hill, it's the Nick Schultz hill. I That's love Nick Schultz. Nick Schultz is he's a guy, once again, he's a Jonas Brodeen guy. Shows up, does his job, went home. Like, it was just so consistent. No, I like uh, that pick. Just great. The second one I had on my list, I think you guys might like this one a little bit, Justin Fontaine. Yeah. His like career was very honorable. short. Very yep. short, but definitely, yeah, on, on the honorable mention list. Uh, I thought he was fucking star. My, I asked my wife, I was like, hey, give me an honorable 
uh, or give me give me someone I should take. She yeah. goes McCall Granlin. I was like, you can't take Granlin when he's uh, the Finnish Beatles. Like that was I remember that was like a big <laughs> thing. Like he can't walk around Finland. I'm not taking that guy. Uh, it's just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, my other uh, honorable mention, the other goalie I was considering taking was Manny. Just got love. No. <laughs> Why not? I, I'm shocked nobody took Victor Rask for the bit. That's true. Ah, I should have done that because Zuch did say he would eat his big toe if, uh, if, uh, if. Oh, I if, forgot about that. <laughs> Damn right, you guys did. Missed opportunity. I like the way you said opportunity in your best uh, Herb Brooks voice. Was that it? <laughs> great moments come I think- from great opportunity. I think I had a stroke in that. That sounded more like uh, what's his face, the old Jacques Lemaire. That's it. That That's a pretty that good did. Jacques Lemaire. Dixie, you don't know who Jacques Lemaire is. Shut up. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. I'm going to ask you how many cups did Jacques? Le- how many? How many cups did Jacques Lemaire win as a player and coach? Well, oh, he didn't win any for us. I don't even know anything else. I don't even know the answer off the Isn't top of my like head. I think it's like eight? six, seven. It's a big number. I just yeah, it's out. a big number. I just wanted to ask Banksy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I know how many he won for us, and that's zero. So honestly, well, I he won them all as a player. I kind of respect that answer. Uh, he won I them all as a player when there was like other when there's five other teams in the league. So I mean, gotcha. I thought he won one as a coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was behind the bench for the Stanley Cup for the Devils in ninety four, ninety five. Right. Okay. Yes, it was one as a yes. And then fucking hell, eight Stanley Cups. Yes, sir. Jesus. Don't feel bad because uh when we did our charity, our charity thing, that was one of the trivia questions. And me and Zane literally were like looking at each other, we're like, Well, there's only one for Bob. I didn't win any here. We were like, two? And it was <laughs> and we we're like, Jesus. Ow. Yikes. Yeah, it was bad. Well, we didn't realize he played in like fucking Yeah, he played when there was like six teams in the league. Nineteen twenties. He played during the original <laughs> six, you know. I think that was another great draft gents. So just to uh, give everybody an audio recap, uh, my team of underrated wild players are Jonas Brodeen, Eric Howla, Nicholas Backstrom, and Miko Koivu. Marlowe drafted Chris Stewart, Jason Zucker, Pascal Dupuis, and Kyle Brodziak. It's a good team. Marlowe might actually have a, he might not finish it dead last. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna eat this W real quick. Um, I congrat. I guess preemptive congratulations to Marla for not finishing dead last. Um, Zuch uh, drafted Jason Pominville, Cal Clutterbuck, Ryan Hartman, Merrick Zidlicki, and Danksy drafted Jared Spurgeon, Pierre Marcouchard, Brian Rolston, and Pavel Dimitra, uh, which is basically like the best team of wild players from like 2007. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marlo, those guys, those guys might have players. actually all played with each other. <laughs> they might have actually. If you win, I might retire from drafting. That there's uh they're all close enough in error. I don't think that they all did, but that there's a very real chance that was one wild team. <laughs> My fear is people are just gonna look at the faces and just be like, Yeah, that I like that team. Oh, I remember not even pay attention yeah. to any of that. It sucks. Well, hey, that was another great gen, uh great draft, gents. So good luck to everybody. If you're listening to this, go check out the Wild Takes Twitter account and go give it a vote on who you think did the best. Now, let us give our Wild Take and get out of here. We're going to start with you, Zooch, because I believe you've got a good one. I got a good one. How do you know? know? You texted me like a week ago and you're like, I got something for, and I couldn't remember if it was Cup Clinks or this. It was going to be Cup Clinks. I was going to shit on Oilers fans, but I'm going to save that for you guys. We'll save that for another time. Well, I'll just say what I want to. You guys love your shitty little hockey team up there so much. I mean, you guys just love that shitty team you've put together up there. That's all I'll say about Oilers fans. But um, just kind of like we love our shitty baseball team here in Minnesota, and my wild take is that our shitty little baseball team here in Minnesota is going to win a playoff series this year. Ooh. And win Wait, the like a game or like the series? Series. Because I think oh, it's, it's going to be best of three, right, in the first the wild card series now. I, I think so. <clears throat> I think it's going to be best of three with the with the higher seed playing all three at home, which if you win the division, you're going to be playing at home for the first three games. I'd have all to right. up do if I, I don't, I'm not positive on that. So don't take my word as whatever, but yeah, I, I like, uh, I like how they would match up with either Boston or Tampa. 
Because I, I think I think uh, the Blue Jays are going to end up getting like a the four four seed, so they'll end up playing somebody, but not us because we'll be three. Yeah, I I, I just don't think the Rays have the firepower to hang with us in the in, with hitting. And Boston's kind of the same way. I think they're both fine teams, but they're a little better at the plate. Got to figure out that bullpen though. Emilio yeah, the bullpen's a disaster. Touching. Well, I mean, shit. I feel like if Emilio Pagan doesn't pitch the last three games against uh, the Guardians, we we're up in the division by like eight games right now, for Christ's sake. Yeah, seriously. Just blown every single game he's gotten into. So got to figure that out. But I, I like our chances. That uh, that lineup, that batting order, very solid. Don't worry, though. Chris Archer can pitch five innings, so we're good. <laughs> hey, we should throw him out of the bullpen. He's elite for uh, for, for five innings. Well, yeah, he's pitched. He's literally pitched fourteen innings the past two years combined. Insane, because he's an injury-prone son of a gun. Well, hey, here we go. All right, that's a good one, uh, Marlo. What you got? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm about to piss my pants. This was a long draft. Yeah. Um, what I got a bold one here, and I want your guys' opinion on this one. <clears throat> Tyson Jost. We start there will reactivate his Instagram by the time the NHL season rolls around. <laughs> Thoughts? Sure. I didn't even know that he did. I'm never on he Instagram. He so got by so scum, Scumbag Avalanche fan. I can't imagine um, cheering for a team like that. Uh, <laughs> it would be, you'd have to be a real disgusting human to, to want them to be successful. Uh, but they went to his Instagram and just harassed the shit out of him. To the point where he's just like, oh, well, I'm already depressed. Let's just deactivate this bad boy. I think I saw that he's technically eligible to get his name on the cup. Is that right, though? I think because, so. Because I think he played Veach. played? That's what Veach said. Yeah, yeah he said he played, played so a I'm certain saying amount this, of games. Yeah, so if I'm saying this wrong, go to go to Veach's Twitter account and tell him that he's a loser. Tell Marlo Let him know he's that. wrong yet again. Yeah. You stick to college, dork. Um, yep. But uh, it, I feel so bad for the guy. I don't have anything anything better than that for the while. I'm, my brain is so turned off from sports. Like, I'm going to enjoy this one here until the Vikings come rolling around. Uh, but it's one of those things where I think we're – poor Jost. The guy doesn't deserve the treatment he got. He's a stellar player. He would have mm-hmm. been a key contributor. I, I agree with what you said earlier about the Sturm thing. Like, Sturm was a piece of that team, but I feel like Jost could have been a bigger piece of that team, yeah. especially on the Agreed. offensive side of things. I think – him and maybe even Cogliano playing together would just would just be buzzing the whole time. Um, big Jost guy, feel bad for him. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Just know that we love you, Josty. We're uh, we're excited to see what you can do for us next season. So, but hopefully, yeah, he'll be back I, next year. I hadn't heard that um, Avalanche fans are just being shitty. I can't imagine. So, like, uh, some guy on the Minnesota Wild subreddit was complaining about the Avalanche subreddit like chirping the wild they were like oh the avalanche have almost as many uh stanley cups as the wild do playoff wins or series wins and i was like hey man you went to their subreddit like if they're just keeping it like to themselves like let them circle jerk each other they want a cup who cares but if you're going out and you're actively seeking out like opposing or like other people fuck you (laughs) so yeah with uh with that in mind uh danksy what's your what's your wild take yeah, I don't really have much either. My brain has kind of just turned off since uh, the Avs won the cup. Been a little depressed, but um, I think that Connor McDavid didn't win the heart because he cheated on his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite wild, wild takes of all time. And to spin off of that, like, um, he had posted it was his girlfriend's birthday yesterday or the day before, so he posted some pictures of her and he turned the comments off. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yep. He, he, he made a business decision there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, and, yeah. She had posted, ah. she was on the PJ. So, you know, they rekindled their relationship. She's on the PJ. It's fine. It's all good. Connor the best part about PJ? that video, the best part about that video was him like t- turning to the camera and just utterly realizing, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Did Miranda just tried to steal home base in the Twins game, or maybe it was a wild pitch. What in the world? I, it's it, dude. I got the game up right here, and it says Miranda thro- or caught stealing home. Why? Why is Miranda trying to steal home? That guy's got a trailer hook behind him, but 
We love it. Maybe it was a wild pitch, and then they ended up getting him still, which is even more embarrassing. So here's Dev. Dev, you your wild take. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, geez. Yeah, he's yeah. even pandering right now. For God's sakes, he's oh, fucking. This is pandering. No, um, I just i i was I was debating on whether or not we tell Marlo what uh, Dinks's wild takes was. Oh, please do. Uh, he said that uh, McDavid didn't win the heart because he cheated on his girlfriend. I'm gonna slap you, Dinks. If I, I see you in a, person, I thought it was a fantastic yeah. pick. I'm slapping you. I don't know if you were. Were you trying to tell a joke? Yes. No, I think that's actually why he didn't win the heart. Shut up. You're being serious. <laughs> as if, hold on, as if anybody on that fucking board gives a shit. They don't even pick a defense, like a good defenseman to win, like the Norris. Like, or, I'm not saying that didn't happen this year. Don't get me wrong. I was going to say, hey. <laughs> it's a defensive thing, and they just always give it to the guy who scores the most points. It's just like, that is on. true. You think they're going to give a shit about if McDavid's holding hands with some chick in the fucking. He wished his girlfriend a happy birthday. Move on, Danksy. And turn the comments off. Turn the comments off. <laughs> business decision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a business decision there. If but... we're going to support Josty, we got to support McDavid's move on that one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I agree. Like, just don't fucking harass people. It's a pretty low bar. But um, still. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Danksy. Dev, just tell yours. Okay. Um, my, my wild take uh, is something that I'm going to kind of repurpose. Uh, you probably saw on social media that uh, wild prospect Pavel Novak was diagnosed with some sort of uh, ambiguous oncological disease, which I am assuming means some sort of cancer. Uh, so my wild take is that he is going to kick that thing's ass and be a great player for the wild. Love it. I second that. Yeah. Anybody opposed? Yeah, if you're opposed, you're a yeah, real Come be a scumbag. <laughs> come be a scumbag. Come at me, bro. Do it, Dixie. You won't. No. Listen. Do the it for kid, the bit. The kid, the kid, the kid's good. He actually is like a pretty good player. Yeah. And it just sucks to see this happen. Uh, you know, right in the prime of his development. So we on behalf of everybody here at the Wild Thanks Podcast, we uh we send our T's and P's up to uh Mr. Pavel Novak. And wish him the speediest recovery, and just that he absolutely kicks this thing's ass. Mm-hmm. On, on a lesser note, could we also send our T's and P's to uh, Damon Hunt's Instagram as well? Too that dude is an all-time he's an absolute teenager. Baby. Also it's- that, <laughs> also that it's crazy. We should do a thing where it's like Danksy's Instagram or Damon Hunt's Instagram, where we Ooh. pair them side by side and just block out the names, and we people guess who's who. We just yeah, uh, we'll. Block out the names and we'll block out the face. Because he is Danksy, he's you. He really he <laughs> what, really is. What does that mean by you though? What what is my Twitter like? Your Instagram. Instagram. I don't know what Twitter's like. Oh, I thought you were saying Twitter. Oh, okay. I'm banned. How do you know? Come yeah, on. yeah, Marlo. Very famous. Posted, posted one of, too many times. About the B movie. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld, scumbag loser. Piece of shit. Dog shit. I gotta say, so I was always kind of like pro Seinfeld I was like okay you know like Seinfeld great show B movie not a good movie but whatever (laughs) and then uh all the stuff with Marlo happened I was like okay I'm kind of back in on the B movie now and (laughs) the fucking traitor it's about about a B who's like stealing some guy's like wife basically yeah He's like, I'm a, no, it's kind a of fucking it's a yeah, it's like, hey, I'm a honeybee whose ultimate desire is to become a lawyer and fuck Renee Zellweger. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Now, if, if McDavid's gonna lose the heart for that, uh, I think you should stop supporting the B movie. I don't or... support the B movie, I was totally kidding. But like, what really solidified my uh, my take on like Seinfeld kind of being maybe not the best is I, I started watching comedians and cars getting coffee. And like, cause they're like 12 minute episodes. And so my, mm-hmm. my uh, wife and I just were like, she, she just started watching them. And so I would join her for a couple of them. And, and it was like the ones where it was like people he was actually friends with. They, those were like a good time. They're kind of fun. They're just kind of riffing the whole time. But the ones where it's like, he's clearly meeting this person for the first time. He's like, just like making shit up about them. Like, Oh, you know, like you remind me of this, like 1962 BMW and blah, blah, blah. Like he comes off as an asshole because he is a fucking asshole. He is an asshole. There's nothing getting around. The guy's a fucking prick. He's a loser. Granted, it probably wasn't him. They're like, I'm gonna get that Marlo son of a bitch. No, Uh, it probably was. Honestly, it was. 
Well, because so like there was there was one episode where he like the this girl they beep out the name of whoever they're talking about. So like that's how awkward it got. Redacted. Where like this girl says something like he goes, "Aren't you friends with so and so?" And like they beep out the name, and she goes, "Oh yeah, he's one of my closest friends." He goes, "Yeah, that guy's a fucking asshole," and he goes on a tirade about how he's this like hat comedian. He's not funny. He's ugly. He's fat. And I was like, "Oh my god!" See, like, what are you doing? You're a fucking loser. I and it's like, I, I don't know. Like, comedy's supposed to punch up, and like Jerry Seinfeld, there's very, very few people that he could be talking about where it'd be punching up. And then if you like do a little bit of research, you're like, "Who is Jerry Seinfeld talking about this?" Bobcat Goldthwait comes out and was like, "Yeah, that was probably me. He was probably talking about me. I don't like him. He doesn't like me." And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is weird." So yeah, it's the guy just a fucking scumbag. I I don't know. I I don't like him. I think he's a loser. The movies he's in suck. Seinfeld's not funny. He's not funny. Like I'm just I don't know. So, I, Marlo, you'll appreciate the uh, you'll appreciate the 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 joke that got Bobcat Goldthwait on uh, on Jerry Seinfeld's shit list. He says uh, Jerry Seinfeld's best comedic talent is being friends with Larry David. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> there's a lot of people that think I'm not dead serious about Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I fucking hate his guts. I I want him. I'm not gonna say it. You can do a hard cut right there. There's your clip. <laughs> I hate that piece of shit. I think he's so fucking unfunny. I, I there's so much. It's tough because there's so much I could say that I could probably get canceled for as well too. So I'm just not gonna say it. I'm a bigger man, but I also just sent Damon Hunt's Instagram to the chat, and I know Danksy's looking at it right now. It's just nothing but fits, just, just, te- just teen <laughs> shit and fits, and I'm all about it. Like uh, it's I think sick. Hunt is like 19. So it makes Damon sense. Hunt is funny. Shout out Spoke He's... Z as well too. I know he posts a lot about Damon Hunt. Yeah, no, Damon Hunt rocks. That guy's awesome. Dude's right. All right. Well, great. On that note, dudes absolutely rock. And as always, thank you for listening to the Wild Takes podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Go give us a follow over on social media at Wild Takes 10K. And then make sure to check out the Twitter page as well, where you can vote on who won the draft this episode. And then make sure to follow along with the rest of the stuff at 10K as well. If you like the show, this is going to come out at the same time. So I'll just say fuck it. And I'll just say, hey, if you haven't already listened to this week's episode of It's a Bit, it is featuring Minnesota Wild General Manager Billy Garrett. Whoa. Go. Go check that out uh, if, if you have uh, not already done so. And if you like this show, tell your friends. If you hate this show, tell your enemies. That's a win-win for you. And remember, folks, it's not about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Stay safe out there. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up. Get the-